Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Stay calm. What am I doing? I am blowing Dodge. I'm getting out of town. Whatever you call it, I am running away from my responsibilities. Arm feels good. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just simply find it along the way. Like an improv conversation. An improvisation. And we have liftoff. What is this? Isn't this neat? It is neat. You've been working on stuff. I did this over the weekend, I think. Ladies and gentlemen, Nathan is feeling better. Mostly. Mostly better. (laughs) I only have a few bit of, a little bit of snot left. (laughs) And my lungs are about half capacity right now. That was so cool, Nathan. I feel good. I love when you surprise me with stuff like that. Like, I don't like the surprise that you had for me when I got into the studio today. Right. But, like, wow. surprises where you, like, do the intro, super cool. It's a balance, you know? It's a balance. Yeah, let's let's tell the people what you did to me today. I picked up Rebecca's dinner. Yes, you did. Because I remembered to text you and say, hey, if I order my food, can you pick it up for me? Yeah. So I ordered my Jason's Deli baked potato. Not a sponsor. That I love and haven't had since I moved to Lansing. And I was so excited to come in and eat it because all I had was like this little snack pack of nuts and cranberries and little cheese squares, like maybe a handful. That was my lunch today. <coughs> oh, and some some cuts of pineapple, which Ooh. is one of my favorite things to have in the winter. It just makes me happy to eat pineapple in the winter. Anyway, I was super hungry. And you know, I come to the podcast pretty hangry after work. <laughs> And (laughs) today I was like, I'm not going to be hangry because I planned ahead. Nathan picked up my food, which was very nice. And I get in here and it's just like this small little like sandwich box, which definitely is not the size that a big potato comes in. And I ask Nathan where my food is. And he's like, right here. No, I didn't. I did not lie. I'm sorry. What did you say? I said, is that not it? (laughs) There's a difference. That is exactly what you said. And I was like. I don't think so. That's not what the potato comes in. That's weird. And so I open it and I'm like, no, that's definitely not it. It's like a sandwich, like a turkey sandwich or something. And I'm like, yeah, there's nothing about that that I can eat or that's anywhere close to what I ordered. So I'm thinking I must have clicked the wrong thing. So I sit down and I open up my phone and I look at what I ordered and I'm like, yep, I definitely ordered the baked potato. So I'm searching up the number because I'm going to call them and I am leaving Nathan to go get my baked (laughs) potato because I am so hungry. We're not going to get anywhere. And so as I'm scrolling through my phone trying to find the number, Nathan's like, oh, you might want to check the microwave. I got her so good. (laughs) She had no idea. She was so convinced. You're so funny. So funny. People love me. <laughs> but do they though? We joke here, you know? We joke at the Nathan of X podcast. Uh-huh. We joke about it. Right. You know? Right. The important thing was I got my potato. She did. And she's not hangry. Are you hangry? I'm not hangry. Because I ate and then you gave me your pickle. I don't know why I didn't get a pickle. Uh, I had to specifically say on my order. That you wanted that a That I pickle. wanted a pickle. Here's the dumb thing, right? They have options for sides and they have the option, they have like kettle corn chips and a pickle or just kettle corn chips. And I'm like, who in their right mind would pick only kettle corn who chips? Who doesn't take the pickle? Who wouldn't take the pickle? Now, here's my problem is you can't have any special kind of chips with a pickle. They only give you the option online to have the regular old salted kettle corn chips with the pickle. I want jalapeno kettle corn chips with the pickle, but I don't have that option. So did you get the plain ones? I got the plain ones. Okay, here's some advice then. Why don't you get the chips you want and then in special notes, add a pickle? Sometimes they don't listen. Well, then when you go to pick it up, ask for a pickle. J-West actually requests 
like six pickles every single time. And like, you know how like people just know him in case you're new to listening to the Nathan Beck's podcast. Jos is my husband. You know how like no matter where he goes, like people know him. Mm hmm. People know him at Jason's Deli. Like, they know him so well. Like, <laughs> when it was guy. his birthday, they packed up, like, a birthday pack for him of treats just to what? give to him as a gift. And every time he came in, they would give him, like, a whole bunch, like, a paper bag full of pickles when he would come in. How often do you guys eat at Jason's Deli? Well, we used to eat there fairly regularly, but I go in there as much as he does. It's just because he talks to people, and I don't, yeah. that um, he gets a lot more. You know, that's true. And I I like to think that I can get a lot of free things just because most of the time I'm not afraid to ask. I've kind of like dialed it back through the years. But there's a while that I was not afraid to ask for anything free. And Jay West is one of those same people. Like, he's not afraid to ask if he can have something extra. That is true. Like, if he goes to Chipotle... He taught me, you can get extra everything except, except for, for meat. Except for meat and guac. Right. And they won't charge you extra for it. And he's like, dude, you can get like double portions for the same price. You just have to ask. And so sometimes if I'm feeling brave, I'll ask. But I don't always. But Jay West is really good about it. And so here's the moral of the story. Actually, it's not the moral. It's just the point I'm trying to make. Right? You said people know Jay West places. And it's because... There's there's a boundary, right? And if you ask for like too much free stuff, then they just get annoyed at you. But sometimes the people are really nice, and if you can have that nice gauge to see if they're nice enough to give you free things if you ask, then you develop this relationship with the people for asking for free things. Apparently, he's found the balance. He's found the balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, I had that balance at the Chick Fil A in Springfield. Across the street from Bass Pro. You ate there regularly. Every single day, uh-huh. in fact. And it <laughs> so got regular. To, there, there was legitimately, this, this is probably the peak of my life still. Um, I walked in, and from behind the counter, they were like, hey, Nathan. I was like, hey, what's up, guys? And then I stood at the register and gave him all the cards and everything. And then I had a conversation with the person as she put in my order that I did not say anything about. And there was like specialty things on it too that she was like, I know you want the cookie. You know, that kind of thing. It was like, they were your this friends. Is wild. That's what got you through your time in Springfield. Seriously. And then whenever uh, winter break would go, it was a little bit sad because it was like, you send him a Christmas card. No, but I should have. But then whenever I came back, here's the sad thing, too. Whenever I came back for the, the spring semester, some of the people weren't there. Oh, They had graduated or man. whatever. They just didn't come back after the winter break. So they didn't know your order? Yeah, I had to a re... You had to retrain yeah, the staff. Right, at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, honestly, it was um, such a hassle and a pain. But we got there. I have some exciting news. What's that? Okay, Nathan... Hold on to your hat. This I already took my hat off. Big breaking news. Let me tell you, I've been waiting for this moment for like 15 years. I'm waiting in anticipation. Nathan, the loser cruiser is gone. What? My husband and I owned a blue PT cruiser. I think it was like a 2003 or something. Hmm. 2002. 2002. It doesn't matter. It's a loser cruiser. (laughs) Um, We lovingly named it Loser Cruiser. It was my vehicle to drive when the kids were younger. And then I graduated into a minivan at some point. And then I graduated even more into a Jeep. Mm -hmm. When When I took on a different vehicle, my husband decided he was going to start driving the Loser Cruiser. Well... You notice how I said I graduated from the loser cruiser to the van to the Jeep. My husband just graduated to the loser cruiser and never moved on. I had two other vehicles in the time that he drove the loser cruiser. You are so pampered no, and blessed. No, here's the thing. Yes, here's the thing. He would not give it up. Like, it was still driving once we thought it was gone. I celebrated too soon. 
because it ended up being fixable and got it fixed, drove that thing into the ground, like had a permanent like antifreeze smell, like smelled like maple syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty gross. But the, the one reason why he held on to this is because it had a sound system in it that he loves, loved. <laughs> and no, so he still has the sound system. He, I helped him take you it helped out. him take that sound system out. I don't know what's going to happen to it. I know he's trying to do install something in his truck. He does have a new truck now. I don't know how that's going to turn out, but he's working on it. And that's cool. He can do whatever he wants. I'm just glad the loser cruiser's done. We had originally made plans, like, before we moved to Lansing, the loser cruiser will not be going with us. And the day we moved, like, I was like, the junkyard needs to come pick this up. They were going to pay us, like, 100 bucks to come pick it up. I was like, just leave it in that empty driveway over there. There was, a, like, a house that was, like, condemned or something. Just leave it in the driveway. Give them that address and... The junk people will come tow it away and crush it. Mm-hmm. And you would have gotten like two hundred bucks out of that. Something Hun- between a hundred and two hundred. Yeah. I it's think originally bad. they said two hundred, but then they're like, "This is way trashier Ooh. than we thought." So maybe just a hundred. I don't know. But the day we're moving, we like it's the last time we leave the house. He's like, "Here, just a second. <laughs> he goes running in the backyard jumps in the cruiser that he's loaded with stuff from our house, drives that freaking loser cruiser all the way to our house in Lansing, parks that rust bucket in the driveway of our new house and leaves it there. We've been there since end of October, October 30, no, November 1st, I think we moved. So beginning of November, it's been sitting there. For two months. He drove it a few times. Yes. So, you know, I mean, he got he got like some use out of it. two or three times <laughs> he did, out of desperation, drive it somewhere. Thankfully, it made it back to that spot in the driveway, and we didn't have to pay to have it towed somewhere. Anyway, we can celebrate, because today it is gone, and he says he didn't cry when it left. I don't know if I believe him. The video he sent me of the cruiser driving away was a really shaky video. So I think his hands were shaking, but it's gone. And he sold it for like 400 and something dollars. It was like 457. Yeah, he got a good deal. 457? I thought it was odd too, but you know Jay West. He was, <laughs> he was nickeling and diming that guy. He's like 500. They're like 450. He's like four. 460 yeah. 455 457 <laughs> deal I'm pretty sure he's gonna take that money and like do something to his truck with it which I'm completely happy and okay with I'm just glad the loser cruiser is gone it's gone out of there but I have even more news Nathan uh, okay are you ready for this yeah okay Hold on, let me get my drum roll ready hold on to your hat because wait, I, I lost it. Where did I've got it? some really big news? Oh, okay, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, it has been since August 28th that my beloved Jeep Wrangler was taken from me in a T-bone collision. Actual audio from the accident, by the way. still just amazed that you survived. I know. It's a miracle. Impossible things. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. If you can survive that, you can survive anything. So it took an entire month for them to decide that it was Karen's fault and not mine. Mm-hmm. You know, because she T-boned me. Well, you know. And then and she ran the stop sign. why I didn't see her. Anyway, um, I got my Jeep back <laughs> on Friday night. I am driving it. Wow. Now, is it 100% back to what it was before? No. I hear that it's impossible to get it back to the way it was before after a T-bone. But it is completely safe to drive. Honestly, Mm. it's pretty minor what is off on it because I have a hard top and like the little lip where the hard top sits in the body of the Jeep is like 
a little off. It's totally safe. It's just her roof doesn't fully fit on correctly. No, it's it's on there. It's just not completely flush on the sides. Like one side lines up perfectly fine. The other side, it's like a quarter inch. Maybe I'm exaggerating even on the quarter inch. It It's pushed in a little bit, but like not like crushed in, but like pushed in a little bit. Also... The tire that got damaged and like the heel, the heel, the wheel that got damaged, instead of replacing all of them because they couldn't find a match, they put it on my spare. So my spare is the bad tire and and doesn't have a wheel, like a cool wheel on it anymore. So they will have to be compensating me for that one. But besides that, besides all of that. I have it back. I don't think it's going back into the shop again. Like, I think it's mine until I decide to sell it. So it's back for now until <laughs> Mike get something different. Right. Until he's I'm thinking get about getting it. a four-door Jeep now instead of a two-door Jeep. However, I watched this video of, like, all these mods that somebody did to their Jeep. I watched it with my son during the snowstorm on Saturday. It makes me want to do some cool stuff to my Jeep. But I think I'll just buy one that the stuff's already done. Yeah, don't waste the money on the the broken Jeep. Just the uh, Well, it's not really broken. It's fi- I mean, uh, mm. and I'm still going to get it like into nice condition before I sell it. Like I'll probably put like a cover on that back wheel or something and I'm going to have it detailed at the end of this week. The Jeep? Yes. Do you, do you have to pay for that? Yes, I have to pay for that. But okay. like my son knows somebody at work that does like the detailing and so he's gonna because he works at a car dealership mm-hmm. and so he's gonna take it there and they're going to detail it and get it like completely like carpets shampooed like it's going to be sparkly clean cool yeah cool rebecca uh before we get too carried away there's something we need to take care of my birthday no not you, okay? Because you never wished me a happy birthday on yeah, the podcast. I did. You not sound, on the podcast. You that doesn't sounded matter. like such a jerk. Rebecca, don't make this about you. We posted our podcast the day of my birthday, and during that podcast, you refused to wish me a happy don't, birthday. Don't make this about you. Okay, we won't, because there's somebody more important Correct. That we need to focus on right now. One of our wonderful listeners' birthday week. Birthday week? Yeah. You're starting a movement that doesn't need to be moved. It doesn't need to happen. No, this needs to be a thing. Happy birthday, Luke Gerard. It is your birthday week, and we celebrate you. Thank you so much for listening to the Nathan and Bex podcast. We appreciate you every time you chime in. Yeah, which he does. Happy birthday. Have the happiest birthday ever. Thank you so much for listening. He does chime in, and if you want to chime in, 816-787-1511 is the number to do so. Can we talk about my birthday now? No, why would we talk about your birthday? Because it's Because you refuse to wish me a happy Rebecca, birthday. Rebecca, that doesn't matter. However. I told you happy birthday however, on your birthday. you were a part of a surprise party for me. Yeah, you're welcome. That you were there for. <laughs> that I was there for. That you made it there before I did. It because wasn't it hard. was a surprise party. It wasn't hard. Everybody made it there before you did. Right. Because you were late. Yes, because there's a because there's don't an make army excuses. Base no, don't that, make excuses. That got it's not important. Rocketed bomb no missile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Missile strike. There was a missile strike. Excuses. All right. The point is, you were late. It and, was uh, as if we had gone to we war. Had to, we had to wait we for had you. We had to stay on air an hour longer. We even, <laughs> we did We did start eating pizza before Rebecca you got there. You guys did eat before we I got there. We had to call it. The pizza was going to get cold. I'm sorry. Yeah. My son gave it away, though. He told me the day before about yeah, it. Yeah, dude. My husband, I believe, has been planning this since December. And because it was my 40th birthday week. And so he's planning this big surprise party, and he almost carried it off. Originally, it was supposed to be on a Friday night, but you got sick and your family was sick. Mm -hmm. And so you guys had to reschedule it. So you rescheduled it for Tuesday night, the night that the missile attack happened in Iraq. If Iran. I thought it was Iran that launched the missile attack on 
a base in Iraq? No, I, I thought it was an American base in Iraq. Listen, it doesn't matter. Here's the point. An American you relate- base in Iraq. Okay, you know what? You did the story. I believe you. Okay. Um, I totally forgot what I was going to say, just entirely. Um, my son gave it away. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. that's fine. It happens. Okay, but here's here's I how you. here's how that happened. So Monday night, he make my husband can never surprise me. Like this has been an ongoing joke that he can never get away with surprising me. He makes it to Monday night, the night before my surprise party. I'm only suspicious about anything because Nathan texted me and asked if we could change the date of the podcast. And right. which I agreed to. And when I got here to record with him, I asked him why we were changing it. And his excuse wasn't very strong. And so I was like, oh, I feel like something's going on here. So then that night I was like laying on the floor in front of the fireplace. And my son comes out and he's like, so when's Nathan's family or what time's Nathan's family coming over tomorrow? And I was like, I was listening and my husband's like, no, Nathan's coming over on Friday for like podcast stuff. And Zacchaeus was like, no, when's Nathan and his family coming over? And like, I felt so bad for my husband at that point. I just laid there quietly and didn't even respond. Because you knew what was going on. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to pretend that I don't hear this at all. And like, I could hear the like silent exchange of like mouths moving, but no audible words were coming out. And I was like, so I just got up and went to my room. Like, I need to give them some time to work this out. But it's not the first time my son has given away a surprise. Because when he was younger, my husband got me a little iPod shuffle. Which, yeah, those were dope. You know what those are? Like yeah. little cube things. Absolutely. Um, and I was, I really wanted one. And I asked my son, what did dad get me for my birthday? And he just flowed out to hold me. And I was like, oh, no. My husband was, like, devastated. Okay. One last surprise story. This one's a doozy. So uh, we had a child. uh, We lost a baby to miscarriage. That's sad. But the rest of it turns out funny. So on the... Okay. Hold on. Hang hang in there. So on the anniversary... Of the date that we lost that child, my husband wrote me like a little love letter and got me a rose and put it in my car for me. So when I got up to go to work the next day, that would be in there. They would just be like, oh, you know, thanks for thinking of this on this day. However, he put that in there the night before. Also, that same night, he had been grilling during the day that day and put the grill in the garage. Well, we lived in this apartment building where there was like three other units above our garage. Mm -hmm. And we had like the whole other side of the building as like our home. It was like a couple stories. Anyway, that gets difficult. The point is, you cannot put a grill that has not cooled off in the garage. That's carbon monoxide and you'll kill people. He was not aware of that until the alarms went off on the third story of the building and the lady came down and knocked on our door and said, "Um, my carbon monoxide alarms are going off. I've called 911. Is everybody else okay? Well, we were like, well, we're fine because we were on the other side of the building. We weren't above the garage. Mm. So we checked the second floor. Those people are fine. Their alarms are going off. So we go to the apartment that's right above the garage, and we're knocking on the door. Nobody's answering. How many people did Jay West kill? Hang in there. I'll get to that part. Nobody is coming to the door. The fire department gets there. The, like, gas service is there. They're testing. They're like, "It's, it's toxic levels. Here they figure out that it's the grill, and they're like, we need to get into this apartment. There was a young couple that lived there. So I go over and I, I have a key because I'm like the apartment manager at the time. So we go over and we unlock the door and the fire department goes in and they're searching the house. Like there's nobody, like no activity. I'm like, oh my gosh, my husband just killed this young couple. <laughs> like my heart was pounding. Like I was like, this is horrible. He just killed this family. Like we were just grilling burgers and stuff. Like we had no idea like what was, 
that this was going to do this. Important lesson to learn, kids. All right. Is this let why you don't eat meat? The grill. No, let the grill cool completely, even overnight. Leave it out just an extra day or something. Just don't put it in the garage. Thankfully, this young couple was on vacation and were not home at the time because the levels were so toxic in their apartment that it could have killed them. Gosh, dang. Yes. So then here's where the surprise gets ruined. The police go to my car and they find a rose and a love letter and they think somebody committed suicide. Oh, no. This was was before (laughs) they discovered the grill thing, but they thought maybe somebody had, you know, like left the car running and killed themselves with carbon monoxide poisoning and left the flower and the note in the car. So they were asking if everybody was accounted for, thinking that's what had happened. And I'm like, wait, you left a rose in my car? Yeah, he has issues with surprising me. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, I told you it would end up being funny. Yeah, that was a good story. I've never heard that story. Really? Before. Yeah. But my husband almost killed well, an apartment. He, full he of almost people. killed. <laughs> he almost killed somebody and convinced officers that he killed himself. Right. <laughs> he almost pulled off the impossible. That's quite the bamboozling, J. West. <laughs> that's impressive. Oh, okay. Whew. I think that's all my stories. Wow. Yeah, that was a lot. Is the podcast over? Uh, no, not even halfway. Buckle up, kids. <laughs> There's more. There's more. More where that came from. No, uh, speaking of carbon monoxide and like smell, can you smell carbon? No, monoxide? it's odorless. That's why it's Actually, deadly. that's why it's so that's deadly. That's why it's deadly. Well, there is a woman who is fighting to protect and. Um, What's the word whenever you like keep something alive? Preserve. Preserve smells over the decades. Not only that, she's also trying to resurrect extinct smells. Wait, what? This is something that nobody thinks about. Right. Except for this one person. Um, Think about smells that have been extinct, right? So you have like, let's say the smell of an old book. Right. Some people really like that. You can still smell smell old. Okay. Okay. But that's just the smell that's like, wow, that's a really prominent smell. People really like that. Or the smell of a brand new book. You know, people crack it open and. It does smell good. I do like the smell of an old book. Right. But what other great smells in the past have people enjoyed that we no longer, that we, we haven't even had the option to enjoy? Because that smell has gone extinct. I can't think of any. Well, it's because you wouldn't know because it's already gone extinct. Well, um, I mean, I, I, I really cannot think of a single smell that you can't actually smell anymore. It would, it would have to be, uh... Like, what is obsolete now that we could have smelt, but now we can't? Hmm, it would have to be, I, I would think of something that, like, uh, let's say like there's a process that people would go through to obtain whatever goods or service that that process is no longer used because a better one has been formed or something. You right. Know? So that's exactly what I'm trying to think of right now. Right. Yeah. No. Is I'm just, there any of those? Like, yes, definitely. Her cause seems pretty weak because I can't think of a single thing. Well, I think it's also weak, but don't tell Cecilia Bembrebre. I mean, boy, I sure hate the smell of dial-up internet. I wish I could smell that again. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what she's uh, she's doing. She's got a whole system of. I what I don't get is how she's trying to bring back old smells because it makes sense to like you can preserve smells. People can make like a candle scent out of anything is it true that you can fart in a jar and it'll hold the scent yes you sound like you've done this before i haven't but i grew up with a family that did it frequently okay um yeah anyway i've only i've only heard stories um i never partook in the smelling or the farting but um anyway I uh, I get the whole like preserving smells and everything and how you could even do that. I don't get how you would be like, you know what? We can't smell anymore. And then like recreating that smell 
Like dinosaurs? Yeah. Like, how do you know what a dinosaur smelled like? And, like, who misses smelling a dinosaur? Right. Or, like, the smell of those, uh, the tree stars, you know, that they eat in Land Before Time. Oh, We probably don't have those foot. anymore. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was so cute. And Sarah, I loved her. Yeah, that was freaking... And was it Petrie? Um, Petrie was... and, um... There's the other one, but that always reminds me of the sad story, so okay. we'll, we'll continue on. But yeah, like, you know, like old non-existent animals or non-existent trees or uh, plantae, plant, plants, <laughs> you know? Keep trying. There's some smells out there that you never smelled before. What are you, what are you taking I, advantage of? I think of? this is a lost cause. I mean, I, I definitely don't think it's worth the effort but hey if she can make a living out of it if you can think of a smell that is no longer around anymore that you wish you could smell again please text it into our text line at uh 816-787-1511 i'm stumped like i cannot think of anything i don't i don't know if there's anything that i no longer smell but i do remember like there being smells that were more frequent as a kid that I don't um but that you can't across. access at all anymore? No, no no no, I'm just saying that I don't access uh, I don't come across them as much, but they're usually the smells that are like nostalgic that you smell it just randomly one day and you're like, "Oh my gosh, that just brought back so like many takes memories." You back to that but moment. you don't know what that smell is from or what caused that or anything like that. Yeah, stuff like that, but those smells aren't extinct. They just I just don't come across them. And that's another thing. How do you know a smell is extinct? And how do you know it's just not frequent where you live? Yeah, I think this lady's off her rocker. Yeah. She must be really bored. She's got to be bored. And if she wasn't bored before she started the study, she's got to be bored now. But she seems pretty... uh... You know, my head starts to hurt after I'm like in a candle shop for a while, smelling a whole bunch of different candles. I could only imagine what it's like in her house. Right. She, at least in these pictures that I'm looking at, she seems really, really concerned with the smell of old books. I mean, those smell good, but they'll always be old books because new books are getting older all the time. Right. But does the new old books smell like the old, old books? I don't know. Maybe. How did, How would you know? You know? <laughs> Why would I care? Why would you care? It's true. It's very true. You could put old book smell in a candle. <gasps> I bet that's already happened. Nathan, I don't think I ever told you about this. What? I went to a dinner party a couple of weeks ago. Yeah? And when I was there... Did Jan try to sell you some candles? Kind of. <laughs> oh, wait, really? The host of the house took me to her back room... To show me her candle making supplies. <laughs> and I was like, Serenity by Jan. Like, this is happening <laughs> right now. And she was giving me a tour of the house. And I was like, getting really concerned. She did not try to sell me the candles. She just let me smell some of the scents that smell really wonderful. And then she wasn't crazy at all. Like, the, it was a completely pleasant family and nothing else nothing weird happened. Insane. But when, when we went into the candle room, I was like, Serenity by Jan, this is happening right now. This Here we it. go. This is the dinner party that I've been dreading my entire and then the life. And hus- the husband takes you to see his plasma yes, screen I TV. Was, <laughs> I was looking around for the tiny TV. <laughs> <laughs> didn't happen. Didn't happen. That's dope. We should make some candles. You know, what would our what would her scent be? Oh gosh, the it would probably smell like the, fart. That's all. Okay, last night Nathan and I were doing some <laughs> some major like podcast planning because we've got some exciting news to share with you here pretty soon. But Nathan was really gassy, and not only was he just farting in the room that we were in, he was monkey fisting it. He was <laughs> grabbing his farts and throwing them at me. Sharing's caring all night long. So that's what our candle would smell like is Nathan. My farts. Dude, that cold medicine, man, it'll do, (laughs) it'll work on your friggin' insides. I don't know what kind of octane was coming out of my beehole. It was bad. It was pretty bad. Elvis, Elvis the dog got up and left the room a couple times. Yeah, that was rough. But anyway. Oh, speaking of the office. Oh my gosh. Wait, do you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do I what? I was so ready for this. Where did it go? 
Oh no. Do you want me to just talk randomly until just you talk, find what just talk randomly. you're I'm, looking for? Where did it go? That has something to do with the office. Yeah. Yeah. So what? there's this story mm-hmm. about this lady. And I would keep telling you about it, except for I didn't read the story. <laughs> That's <Nathan> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. I found it. Do you remember this scene? Make a right turn. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. It means bear right. No. Up there. It said right. It said take a right. No, 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 look. It, it means go up to the right, bear right, over the bridge, and hook up with 307. Make a right Maybe it's turn. a shortcut, Dwight. It said go to the right. It can't mean that. There's look, a lake there. I think it knows where it is going. This is the, the lake. machine knows. This is the lake. Stop yelling at me. No, it's Stop not yelling. Yelling. There's no lake here. They're in the lake. Remain calm. I have trained for this. <laughs> Okay. The water's like I waist high. Here we go. Make a U-turn if possible. Make a U-turn if possible. Okay, one of the most iconic scenes in the office. Not very realistic, or is it? It is realistic. There was a lady who drove into a lake because of her GPS. This happened. It finally It told happened. her to turn right, and she did. Just went. She saw the water, and she turned into it anyway. N- yes. No. Not actually. Because that's like user error. Well, what actually happened was she was adjusting her GPS, and then uh-huh. she just drove into the lake while trying to adjust her oh, GPS. So she just wasn't watching where no, she was no, going. No, she was just a reckless driver. Um, and I think she got a, a ticket for it as, as well. Oh, she Horrible. lost her car in the water, right? and she got a ticket. Yeah, that's Yikes. rough. Do you remember when... 35 years old. That could have been you five years ago. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember when we were driving to Albuquerque and we drove through that town? What was the name of that town that we oh, were laughing so God. hard at that we thought we were going to be our fans? I'm afraid to say like guessing what names because I know what it was along the lines of. It was it was not a good name for a town. Uh-huh. And it wasn't a very big town. Oh, hold on. Let me whisper it to you. No. Okay, so it wasn't that word. No, it was something else. Maybe along the lines of that. Along the lines of, like, prostitute or... Yeah. Was it actual prostitute? It was, like, because they had, like, prostitute high school... I can't remember. Anyway. I don't know. We'll just call it H-Town. We are deliriously laughing while we're driving through this town and reading all the signs of like the the drugstore and the gas station because they all started with the name of this town which was like hugely inappropriate (laughs) yeah and so we're laughing so hard and then all of a sudden our navigation system and we're driving in the middle of the night so it's not like we have any idea where we're going or can really see what's around us Mm -hmm. our navigation system goes rogue and tells us like to get off the interstate and we're supposed to like take this country road. So we start driving down like this gravel road next to these train hooker. tracks. Hooker. Hooker. That's what it was. That's what it was. And it was like hooker school. A t- town called a hooker. Yeah, the hooker, hooker high school. Hooker drugstore. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And in the middle of the night, that was way more funny than it would have <laughs> been during the day. This is probably like, what, 2 a.m., you think? Something like that. It was pretty late. Yeah. Like, where we started laughing so hard, we just couldn't stop laughing. Like, we woke everybody up in the vehicle because we were laughing so hard. That's when everybody was like, why are we driving down a gravel road next to the train (laughs) tracks outside of Hooker? (laughs) One of the funniest things, because the GPS was going insane, we were like, okay, we have to pull over and, like, figure this out. Uh So we pull over... In front, we pull into the parking lot of, like, some gas station or something like that. Oh, my gosh. And we look in the window, and at 2 a.m., there's this random guy who's got, like, the sleeve of a T-shirt <laughs> like that's been cut off. Cut like, off, a short sleeve shirt. And he's wearing it over his head like a bandana, but not, like... It didn't look like a bandana. Like he, it just it looked like a sleeve, sleeve on top of his head, and I was like, "This guy can't be insane, or this guy can't be sane. We're not going in there." And like, <laughs> literally, just, just backed up and left. I was like, "This is not a safe situation." And then we laughed even harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and then the GPS took us off the main road onto a side road that ended up being a dead end. Uh-huh, and we had to turn around and go back. Mm-hmm. And then my husband was like, are you feeling tired? I think it's time that I <laughs> <Yeah>. drive. As <laughs> we're laughing at everything. Are you sane right now? Woo! I don't think this is safe. Yeah, so those GPSs, they'll, they'll lead you astray sometimes. Dude. <laughs> yeah, they'll... uh Lead you right into a lake, I guess. We need some better technology. Speaking of technology, do you <laughs> UFOs exist, Rebecca? Okay, well, UFO stands for Unidentified Flying Objects. So, yes, there are some flying objects that you can't identify. So, yes, a UFO does exist. Do you think... It's 2020. Uh-huh. 2020. America's pretty old at this point. Okay. You really think we don't have the technology to identify anything in the general vicinity? Like, do you really think that there's stuff that flies by and we don't have the technology that's like, I don't know what that is? I just can't believe that. It is possible, yes, because... I mean, our radar will show, like, the shape of something, Mm -hmm. but it might not be, like, visually we can see what it is, and some things move really fast, and so it's hard to get a really clear picture, and some of these objects are flying at night, which makes it even more difficult to get a really good picture. (coughs) Such as? Drones. Okay. Okay. Did you hear about all those drones like flying over Colorado and Nebraska even? And like a herd of drones? Yes. And they couldn't no. figure out where they were coming from, but then they were like hovering over people's homes for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and like the government had nothing to do with it. The government had nothing to do with right. it. Was it Amazon? I don't know. Somebody just ordered, been. some kid just ordered <laughs> an overabundance of packages. That That's quite possible. Um, yeah, but the story that we're talking about right here had nothing to do with drones. It had to do with UFOs and like aliens. No, aliens. Possibly aliens. Here is the headline. The headline is like enough to scare you. Top secret UFO files could gravely damage U.S. national security if released. All out panic. Like, it would cause a panic if the general public knew this information. This is according to the Navy. The Navy? The U.S. Navy. Now, that being said, the Navy's really good at boats. Right? (laughs) Right. They love boats. Uh Uh-huh. They got so many boats. No, that's the Marines. Nope. The Marines are good at boats. No. The Navy's the flying ones. Nope. No. Yes. Marines are like the child of the Navy. No, they the ride Marines on the boats. Are the boats. The ones. Marines like riding on the boats, but they don't drive them. Hang with me here. So the Navy is saying that there would be all out panic. Here's how these objects are described they're like a tic tac shape, and they can stay in one place, like suspend in air for a while, and then they can zigzag around. And there's no like propeller or anything like that, like like a helicopter. That we can see. Yeah. And they're saying there is no technology this advanced on Earth that could create these flying, unidentified flying objects. And so my thought is like, well, what if there's another country that's way more advanced? Like a space country? Like, no. That's coming to invade our spa- our countries? No, like on Earth. Like, what if there's a country that's been like, they've been in the basement working on this mm-hmm. for a long time. We just don't know about it. This has been top secret. Nobody knows about this. And they've been flying these unidentified flying machines over there. UFMs. Over, <laughs> <laughs> over other air spaces. Mm-hmm. They have us all tricked into thinking there's aliens, but they're actually getting ready to attack us. Oh. So either way you look at this, whether it's aliens or another country, we're we're about to get attacked. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something and this may or may not blow your mind. Okay. I think it's pretty common practice for other countries to secretly develop new 
flying machines. That's what I'm saying. I think that's probably what this is. If it's even anything, it could just be a, a balloon. Unidentified what if it's a, what flying if it's a object. Uh, that that just got caught in in, in the air, and in, in in a cyclone. It was a blimp in a cyclone. Here, here's the thing, Nathan. In November of 2004, several—that means more than one person—U.S. Navy pilots stationed abroad, the USS Nimitz, encountered a tic-tac-shaped UFO darting and dashing over the Pacific Ocean, an apparent defiance of the laws of physics. Navy officials dubbed the strange craft an unidentified aerial phenomenon. Whoa. Unidentified aerial phenomenon? A-O-A-U-A-F? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Here's, Here's a list... The seven, the seven things most often mistake mistaken for UFOs. Okay, go. Number seven is lightning. Number six is missile tests. Number five is weird cloud formations. Number four is balloons. Number three is v- Venus. <clears throat> Number two is airplanes. Tic-tacs. Number one, uh-huh. big, giant, tic tacs. I knew it. I knew it. So who's the maker of Tic Tacs is what we need to get behind. Tic, not Tic Tac, Tic Tac, Tic Tac. Tic Tac could be behind this as well. Ferrero. Ferrero? We gotcha. Oh, is that those people that make those chocolates? They make Tic Tacs. Ferrero Rocher or whatever they're called. Ferrero. Yes, they do actually. Um, Those things aren't good either. The, The hazelnut ones? Yeah, people at my work really like those though. Those are not good. For some reason they're very common, like very very popular of people as seem like to a get fancy. excited about them. Nah, dude, that's just dumb. Um also they make Nutella. Also so. something I hear people like a lot. Yeah, but anyway, the point is they also make UFOs, so put that on the list. There you go. So. But what if there are aliens? Uh, there, I, you know, I'm pretty sure there isn't. Okay, anything's possible. That's true. Don't you think, okay, realistically, don't you think if there was aliens, they would have been mentioned in the Bible? See, you would think that, but would have, okay, so the people that were writing the Bible had personal encounters with everything that they wrote about. So if they didn't actually have a personal encounter... I don't think that's true. There's a lot of prophesying in, like, Psalms and stuff. You know? Yes, prophesying of something that actually would happen. Right, but, but not stuff that they saw. But if nobody actually had an encounter with an alien, then it wouldn't be in there. Dinosaurs are very briefly mentioned, and not even in a clear picture. Not like you don't read it and you're like, oh, those are definitely dinosaurs. But we know dinosaurs existed on the earth. Right. Because we have evidence. Yeah. So I don't think aliens have to be in the Bible for that to actually be a thing. I think that would definitely. Here's the thing. What's your definition of an alien? Because if an alien is an actual like. um, Being. Being that's conscious. Uh Uh-huh. And can think and develop like humans, uh-huh. then there it would have to be mentioned, assuming they have a soul. Okay, I think this is a question for shock therapy to ask Jay West. I don't know if it is. Are aliens? <laughs> oh my gosh! Possible. All right, yeah. Tune in uh, the first Are Tuesday of February. Aliens biblically possible. February 4th, we'll be talking about aliens, apparently. That'll be right before I go on my cruise. Oh, great. (gasps) I'm going on a cruise. You're going to see lots of aliens on your cruise. You will be aliens on your cruise. (gasps) Whoa. Wow. People are going to be looking at you like you are some wacky beings. We'll blend in. You'll probably blend in with all the other tourists. In that sense, I do think aliens are real. 
Well, yeah, you know, because they're from a foreign land. Right, that right. Is the, yeah, yeah. The definition <laughs> of aliens. But we're talking about like the little green guys. Right. I don't think. I mean, they don't have to be green. Do they have to have a soul? Seen them a light tan color. Okay, that that's really getting into dis- discussion there because like animals, we would say animals don't have a soul. Right. But humans have a soul. So you could say that they could be intelligent animals, much like a gorilla. Yeah, but a gorilla can't make a spaceship. That's true. They've got to be really smart. And I can't see somebody being that smart without having a soul. But what, what if the Tic Tac is... A falling alien. No, what if it's people in heaven taking a trip back to Earth in a Tic Tac-shaped... Pod? Pod. Uh, I don't think... I, I don't think people in heaven really care to come back to Earth. If we're being no, realistic. I don't think so either. But what if they're just wanting to throw everybody off a little bit? Um, you know what? I think you're right, Rebecca. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it is. The Navy has discovered... You know what? Let's just say it's probably a balloon and just call it good. <laughs> you want to talk about diapers? No. All right. <laughs> what about diapers? <laughs> Nothing. You want to talk about snakes? Yeah. There was a lady who was driving in Florida. Of course. And uh, she looks down at her vent. Maybe uh, the air wasn't coming out as quickly as it could have been, so she looks down to see what the problem is. And lo and behold, there's a little snake climbing through her vent of her car. And unlike... How, how little was the snake? Um, it, it, was, it, was it a little snake? It, it, like a little um, gardener snake? No. Um, it's a rat snake. Okay. Nope. Those are pretty good size. Yeah. It, uh, Those it are was. pretty good size. Like, like okay. a diameter diameter no, of maybe like I a I would bail out dime. of the car no, while it is moving if a snake is coming through my vent. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, it's probably like a foot in length. <laughs> like, this thing was kind of big. No. And unlike... Uh, you and unlike the <laughs> GPS lady who I think was also in Florida, um, Lake Parsippany, wherever that is. Um, anyway, she did not crash. She very calmly pulled over her car and called the police. And why did she just out. call like animal control? I mean, I imagine the animal control is probably there as well, but I mean, it's it's a rat snake, so it's not like it's venomous it's not or poisonous. anything. Yeah, it's just harmless. So. Oh my gosh, that would, you know, I, I have very little fears, you know, like you're, you're afraid of spiders. Mm-hmm. I don't really have like something like that, that I'm afraid of. But like, if we're talking about snakes, I'm okay if I know it's there, but if it's coming through a vent at me while I'm driving, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm, I'm donezo. I like to think I'd remain pretty calm. Mm-hmm. You can't handle used band-aids. That, that's and not you, a snake. Like, you that's not a say snake. you would like to think you'd remain pretty calm when a snake is coming through your vent. Because I'm not afraid of snakes. I've never been given a reason to be scared of snakes. Either have I, but it's coming through my vent while I'm driving. No. No. If if it was a big old spider, you bet I would flip. Because one quick move and that thing is gone out of sight again. But a snake is like, I see you there. I know you exist. And unless you're on me, then I'm safe. No, I'm not okay with the snake coming through the vent. I had a cicada fly into the vehicle once. And you know, those things are like psycho. Uh Like they squeal and they bounce around and like they're really hard. They're also kind of tic-tac shaped. Oh, we're making a connection here. Anyway. I jumped out of the car screaming when that thing got stuck in the car because it was like getting tangled up in my hair Ew. and the thing was going psycho. Yeah. The hair, once it starts like getting on you, mm-hmm. then that gets a little... It was all up in my business. Yeah. Cicada, come on. Uh-huh. I was done with that. Come on, guy. Don't get up in the business. All right. Now, can we talk about diapers? Fine. Poop? What, you want to talk about poop? Yeah, I want to talk, about, talk poop? about poop. Let's talk Why about would baby you even poop. Ask that question. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. 
Um, so anyway, there was a, a big um, technology thing going down in Las Vegas this week where a lot of new ideas. Like a tech convention? Pretty much, yeah. It's called CES. And I don't know what CES means. A whole bunch of nerds. But, um, one of the things that was brought up was a new device developed by Pampers alongside Lumi. Um, it's a smart sensor that attaches to your infant's diaper and then sends you a notification when the baby needs to be changed. So, I, I was a mom. I am a mom. Mm-hmm. I was a mom of little kids for a while. Yeah. I will promise you, I never had to question whether my child's diaper needed changed or not. Okay, but this is a whole new generation. Listen. You can smell it and you can see it when the diaper starts sagging. And let me tell you. A mom on a budget won't change that diaper every time the kid pees in it. We're going to get as many uses out of that diaper as we can. I'm telling you, if I can fit only three diaper changes in a day without giving the kid a diaper rash, it's a winning day. Those diapers are so expensive. I'm there with you. However, I think people who are buying this thing probably aren't on a budget because the sensor and everything itself is like... Uh, 350 bucks. It does come with the camera, and I don't know what the camera is Okay, for. the camera is like an infrared, so it shows, like, when there's heat, you know, like... Well, well what's poop. the sensor for? I don't know. All right, well, there's already friggin' plot holes in this thing, but um, regardless, it's coming out this year, so if you want to attach this sensor... And the sensor is made in a way that, like, Babies can't pull it off, but adults can. Oh, so it's not going to be a choking hazard. Right, exactly. You're not going to be like, baby, put the sensor back on your diaper, because I don't know if you've peed. You know what my grandma used to do, though? What? She would just stick her finger straight down the crack. She wouldn't pull it back to see, uh, maybe I should just look and use my eyes to see if there's poop. No, she would just go straight, like, straight in. You know? Kind of like when you put like a fork in the middle of the cake to see if it's done. Like if it comes out clean, right. you're good. Exactly. If it comes out with chocolate on it. Right. And you should use a toothpick instead. You need to go instead. back in for more. Not for your baby, okay. but for your cake. You should use a toothpick. Right. I was confused there for a second. Yeah. But your grandma just stuck her finger in. If it came out brown, yeah. the diaper needed to change. Straight up. Holy moly. Right? Wow. I, I don't know why. Poop in the fingernails. Yeah, that's what I thought. And she did always usually have like longer fingernail. Like, oh my gosh. ooh, grandma, maybe don't do that. You're going to have pink eye. <laughs> Just saying, I've had it. It's not fun. Yeah, it's so. a stupid invention. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm actually there with you. I don't think it's necessary, but there's a lot of things we have these days that are unnecessary. Like... Scent scientists. Yes. Right? And UFO-shaped things, tic-tac-shaped things that people from heaven can visit Earth in, apparently. Are we going to tell the people the changes that we have coming up? Sure. This is actually our last normal podcast, Nathan. Wait, is it really? Yeah, because next week is our podcast anniversary, and so we are going to have a very special podcast for you next week, kind of looking back at uh, some of our best, most memorable moments over the last year of the Nathan and Bex show. Yeah. Also, next week will be the last time you hear the Nathan and Bex show. <gasps> What? What does that mean? I have so many questions. I'm tuning in to find out. What is going Uh, on? The Nathan and Bex show is getting a little bit of an upgrade. And we we will share more details the closer we get next week. Maybe a few more details. And uh, on our podcast anniversary, you can join us on Facebook with a special video talking about the new changes. Yeah, it's going to be dope. And what's happening to Nathan and Bex. It's going to be good. Guys, I'm excited. I'm actually really excited. 2020 is, is going to be so cool. Like, if 2019 was the rough draft year uh-huh. for the Nathan Beck's podcast, then 2020 is going to be, like, maybe the it's final like, draft. It's like when you're playing Super Mario Brothers and and the Mario Brothers guy 
eats the magic mushroom, mm-hmm. and then he goes... Levels up. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. We're about to level up. There's a song uh-huh. about that. But yeah, so you definitely want to uh, tune in for that. Tune in for our tune-up. It's cool. going to happen next week, I think. So pretty excited about that. Thank you again for listening, and thank you to everybody who chimes in on the text line. If you haven't... Or if you forgot the list or you want to tune in, whatever. Oh, we also have an email address. 816-787-1511. Our email is nathan.beckspodcast at gmail.com. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I just realized if we're not the Nathan and Bex show anymore, what are we going to do with our our email address? Our names are not changing. (laughs) Okay. And there might be a way to change the email address. I don't know. (laughs) But for now. Right. For now. For now. It's to be determined. <laughs> you can email that as well, but the text line works just fine. 816-787-1511. Happy birthday, Luke. Happy birthday, Luke. Enjoy your birthday week. Thanks for listening. My name's Nathan. I'm Bex. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>